0: Welcome to Polymathic Being, a place to explore counterintuitive insights across multiple domains. These essays take common topics and explore them from different perspectives and disciplines, and in doing so, come up with unique insights and solutions. Investigating Personality Proclivities. Today's topic shifts from leadership and steps back and introduces myself to you. Not my background, but introduce you to my brain. That crazy, idiosyncratic, sometimes fractured, often nuts, but always curious chunk of gray matter between my ears. It's taken me a few years to get to know myself, and I thought I'd share my findings and hopefully motivate you to consider similar introspection. I've found knowing myself has been essential to grounding, tempering, and exploiting my superpowers. As a naturally intuitive person, I always wonder myself why I feel like I'm speaking Greek to other people. Just the other day, a coworker suggested the need to think about new features for a product offering. I followed this thread and offered an option. I looked around and saw a few enthusiastic nodding heads and a majority of blank looks. I asked a few clarifying questions, and the people with the blank looks didn't disagree with what I said per se. They just couldn't figure out how I got there. Part of the issue was, it was a fusion of two separate products that, in their minds, were separate, different, siloed. They just hadn't considered and didn't quite comprehend that there was enough commonalities for a solution. This is one of the banes of the intuitive mindset. What I mean by intuitive is the definition from the Myers-Briggs personality profile. You use sensing and intuition to receive and process new information either by using your five senses or in more abstract ways. Sensing and intuition are opposite preferences. A person's natural tendency towards one will be stronger than the other. To contrast sensing versus intuitive, sensors focus on the present. They are here and now people. They are factual and process information through the five senses. They see things as they are because they are concrete and literal thinkers. They trust what is certain. Sensors value realism and common sense. They especially like ideas with practical applications. Trust that with the intuitive. Intuitive people live in the future and are immersed in the world of possibilities. They process information through patterns and impressions. Intuitive people value inspiration and imagination. They gather knowledge by reading between the lines. Their abstract nature attracts them towards deep ideas and concepts. They see the big picture. But it's more than just my intuition. There's something else in that situation that is resonating beyond just that one characteristic. That's why I like to analyze the full implications of personality profiles. But before we go further, I must caveat that these profiles are not binary nor immutable the worst thing people do is force a binary on people based on their scores. Instead, look at them as a scale, a personality proclivity, propensity, and comfort zones, not strict ability or inability to look at or engage with the world. The Myers-Briggs Type Indicator or MBTI is a great one to start with as it's one of the best known and captures some pretty solid characteristics. First, extraversion, versus introversion, energized from without or within. Second, intuitive versus sensing, is it systems thinking or is it discrete thinking? Third, thinking versus feeling, analytical versus empathetic. Fourth, judging versus perceiving or order versus disorder. I highly recommend you take other profile tests like the big five, because they complement and help balance the perspectives for a more complete view. The Big Five, also known as Ocean, captures first, openness, open or closed to new experience. Second, conscientiousness, this is the same as the MBTI's perceiving or judging. Third, extroversion, again, same as the MBTI. Fourth, agreeableness, willing to go along or willingness to disagree. Fifth, neuroticism, anxiety or the lack of thereof regarding experiences. The MBTI together with oceans give a fuller perspective with enough overlap to ensure alignment. Therefore, you end up getting extroversion versus introversion, intuitive versus sensing, conscientiousness, thinking versus feeling, agreeableness, and neuroticism to measure yourself against. What's important to compare here is how they can play together. For example, here's how I land on the MBTI and Big Five and how they interact. MBTI, I'm an ENTJ slash P. I flow between the commander and the architect. My extroversion and my intuition resonate together in a spike that coupled with my thinking means I'm naturally a systems thinker and analytic heavy versus emotive. Straddling across judging and perceiving means I can be interpreted as fly by the seat of my pants and pedantic, depending on the audience. Also of note here is that intuitive people only make up 25% of the tested population and it skews towards even less in STEM programs. The big five. I'm maxed on openness, meaning I'll consider almost every viewpoint. I'm middle on conscientiousness, the J and the P on the MBTI, so the same as that. I am mid-high on extroversion, again, same as the MBTI. I am mid-low on agreeableness, meaning I'm willing and able to be disagreeable and hold my ground to defend a point. I'm zero on neuroticism, so I'm not flustered or threatened by many things. The extremely high openness and extremely low neuroticism create a resonating spike along with extroversion and intuition of MBTI that makes me very different and very aligned with Dutch directness. These two profiles explain the speaking Greek with my coworkers on the new idea. I'm able to pull together seemingly disparate concepts by both my intuition and openness to new and novel ideas. I'm willing to share it because I don't have the anxiety, and I have the disagreeableness to stake a position. Double down with the thinking-focused analytics and orderliness, and it's normally quite a defensible opinion out the gate. Blend in the extroversion, and I have what my wife calls a big personality. It's both great and frustrating at the same time. I've learned that I really need to focus on balancing this across interactions much more intentionally than many people. What is probably the most frustrating are the negative characterizations of my personality that are completely at odds with who I am at my core and suggest some form of dark triad of negativity, the narcissism, Machiavellianism, psychopathy or similar. But then again, as I've captured in one of my axioms, people expect from others, What they expect from themselves. It helps me to consider that if someone thinks I'm manipulating, it's because in my position, that's what they'd be doing. While I don't have to accept this characterization, I do have to know who I am at the core to help me better balance myself. So what are my core underlying attributes that weave into these first two personality profiles? There are a few other tests, that can help flesh out even more detail of who I, or you are, holistically. One is Principles You. My highest alignment is in Shaper, where I visualize ambitious goals, set plans in place, and push through relentlessly to make them happen. Or Impresario, loving to entertain, engage socially, and facilitating great experiences with other. Or Coach, where I regard self-growth development and learning as a cornerstone of life and daily practice. My lowest alignment in Principles U is in helper. I'm not driven by compassion and care for others, or support of their emotional needs. And again, I'm not a very good implementer. I don't organize and structure people and processes to reliably execute tasks as well as others do. In the strength finders test, My highest alignments are as a solutions finder, ideating new ways to solve problems, and a visionary, envisioning a better future, as a foreman, commanding, decision-making, presence and control, and in believe, believing and doing the right thing. My lowest alignment is with prudence, kind of ties into my JP dilemma of fly by the seat of my pants, or as a hard worker, just being busy and executing discrete tasks, and especially lowest alignment and consensus that is seeking harmony. A last test to consider is the standout assessment where it demonstrates that I am an influencer, a connector, and a teacher. These three tests that we just covered along with the first two personality profiles start to provide the whole picture. I'm a coach. I'm a connector, I'm a teacher, I'm a visionary with a strong do the right thing tendency. I am not a helper. Do your own work. I'm not okay with discrete tasks and I don't seek harmony first. Analyzing these proclivities helps me better manage them in nuanced situations. It doesn't always work with everyone because I'll never be anyone to anybody. I'm going to be who I am. I can temper that but I can't forget it or not embrace it. Call me disagreeable there. I also have an insatiable curiosity to know how other people land because I love figuring out how to work with other people. I love pairing my weaknesses against another's strengths and building mutually supporting relationships where we can be okay with and complement each other. Fundamentally, don't expect from others what you expect from yourself and instead find out who you are, what that means, and how that changes your view towards others. Thanks for listening to Polymathic Being. We'd love for you to subscribe on Substack at polymathicbeing.substack.com, where you can read, comment, and share these essays.